This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup, both Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Did you ever face like any discouragement? Um, starting off and, and then, and how did you overcome that to say, well, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. I think we call that haters. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't got haters, you ain't doing something Look right. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they are. Um, <laughs> I also like, I would rather be, if I had a pick, I would love to be both, but I would definitely want to be a mom for sure. Want to yeah. be a mom. So, but that's just me. Like, um, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like if I'm like, if the man ain't here and my eggs are going TikTok, TikTok, I will, I will mate with my gay best friend. Like I will be okay. like, you got good genes, so come from a thing. good family. Yeah. Let's go. That's actually the thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like inseminate. Like that's yeah. it. Um, I don't feel societal pressure whatsoever. As long as my right. body, I will do what I have to do. I'll freeze eggs. Freeze I'll do shit. whatever. Freeze that shit. Put it in my mother's <laughs> freezer <laughs> next to the sausage. And yeah. Um, and that I I feel I used to feel that a little bit. I am the black sheep in my family, not married, no kids, nowhere near it at all. Mm. Um, and I do think for a little while my family like gauged my happiness and how well I was doing by like, why isn't why doesn't she bring anybody home? Like, is she gonna get like you know? But now they've now seen how well comedy's going, so they're mm. like, oh, let okay. her, yeah, let her do her thing, let her do her thing. Like she's on a different path. I feel a weird pressure from my parents because they're older, mm. and I know like they would love to see me with kids and love to have grandkids. And like my dad's a little sick and like my mom, they're like mm. 70. So like I, that, if there's one area where I feel the most pressure, it's that. I've heard of that. I'm like, oh, I want them to see me have a kid. No, my parents yeah, are the same like, yeah. like my dad's 70, my mom's 66, 67 or something like yeah. that. My mom's 60 and my dad's 70. And the same thing. Yeah. Like I have an older brother. He's, that's nah, not going to happen. I have even an older sister and she told my parents, like, I'm not bringing a kid to this. Oh, so you're under world. so much pressure. So then pressure. my mom's like, like, oh my god! Oh, when are you gonna you know bring a nice little girl around here? And I'm like, yo, chill out. Like I'm trying, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty much the same mindset. Like I'm very career driven, and I'm yeah. very into into myself, making sure that I'm okay. But do you feel like now you are your own kind of obstacle into finding a relationship? Because we had we had Natalie on. Remember when she was ta- talking about mm. her her ex that they were together for like nine years, and he wasn't comfortable. He want they wanted to buy a home together. And he was a, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was a firefighter. Yeah. So 
that he wanted to buy a home. He's like, I don't want to rent, you know, like we're still pretty young. Like we're going to be, you know, we, we still have time, whatever. But she's like, well, I need something that's telling me what's next. And he said, well, I'm not comfortable moving forward until I feel like I can fully support. Like I'm so not, that's a timing issue. I'm not in a yeah. financially secure position yet. So yeah. do you think that you're just kind of like putting this ceiling and this roof over your head where you're like, well, until I make it here, then maybe. But do you even think that when you make it, Maybe you're going to say, well, I don't even want not, it no, or I don't. No, I got, or maybe yeah, I got yeah. it here. No, no, I thought, no, now I need this. Oh, no, no, now I need this. Yeah. So just, like delaying it even further. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. Like it's like, just, yeah. I just know right now for so many reasons I couldn't have a child. I would ideally want to have a child with a consistent trusted partner and things yes. like that, of which I don't have a semblance of that. And financially, I can't. Yeah. I, you know, Ford. I'm afford it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not, I'm like living back expensive. in yeah. Kendall with my parents writing jokes all day, yeah. you know, <laughs> which I love, but like, it's just not the time. Yeah. Um, I think I, I will say like in that relationship taught me that as well as a number of other decisions in my life, my gut has never led me astray. Like I've always made decisions. I think I've made pretty good decisions. I mean, it's led me here and I'm pretty fucking happy and yeah. like happy with who I am and what awesome. I'm doing. So, so far so good. So I, I will trust that like, I'll know kind of thing. I don't think I'm an obstacle in my own way. Like it might not, I'm also not, I'm very not old generation in that. I don't think it has to follow a plan necessarily. Like, I don't know, I might fall madly in love and meet my person and maybe they don't believe in marriage and then that changes how I, think or whatever, or maybe something happens with my career and I get pregnant and I'm like, I am ready. Actually. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like my life looks completely different now than when it did five years ago. So I'm just going to trust that since I'm the constant, I have my own back. Like if there's one thing that relationship taught me, it's like, I have my own back. I, I know me. I'll look out for me, you know, and other things taught me that too, but that primarily. So I'll know. I think I'll know Jeez. if, yeah. I love that because I feel like if, if more people will be like that and open to to change, knowing that who, you know whatever happens in life, they'll be okay. Like you always have yeah. yourself. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I feel like the problem that a lot of people having is, especially in our generation, we were taught to have you know go to school, have kids, to structure, having kids, getting married by 25, 26. They have this timetable, right? Like this timeline that has to be knocked off. Otherwise... Yeah. Uh, I'm not the person that I need to be or I'm not happy. There's no direct correlation between happiness and, and having kids and having being married or having no. a house. There isn't. No. And the fact that you're so, well, you know, whatever happens, whatever comes my way, you're so like almost like free spirited. I love that. Yeah, you know? thank you. And, and I wish more people would be accepting of that. I know those things are in my future the same way that I knew in my gut that I was always going to be a comedian. Like I had been performing my whole life. I was stuck in a job I hated. But if you like, like pushed me into a corner and were like, what do you really think you're going to do with your life? Like, what do you really think you are? I would have told you, I was like, I'm going to be a comedian. Like I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be an actress. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to do this. Even though at that time I hadn't actualized it or realized it or done it. I, I never saw myself as like the head of the music industry or like owning my own record label. Like I always saw myself doing this. So I, I have to have faith that those things are in my future and a little bit of it's like carpe diem, like whatever. And like, if it's not, then it, wasn't supposed to be oh i like that though right like, I, like that. I do believe i'm hippy dippy like i love that shit like astrology tarot energy shit like oh, that really? but also like my spirituality comes from like i do believe everything is going to be the way it should be 
Well, I do. I believe strongly in that. I think that yeah. eventually, you know, everything happens for a reason, good, yes. bad, and and it's just part of building you and kind of, but part of the life that that it's going to lead you to. Hundred percent. It's all about you know being open and accepting, and instead of being like, "Wow, this sucks," and now you dwell about it, it's like, "Well, what is this trying to teach me right now?" Correct. And if it's great, it's like, "Oh, awesome!" But it's like, "What can I learn? How can I be better?" So mm-hmm. I feel like there's always opportunity. To, to to learn from these experiences, but you have to be open to accepting them when they occur. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I think so much of life and uh, a lack of happiness and stagnancy comes from the fact that like we fight things and we spend so much time trying to force things into our own will or like not accept our circumstances or let our circumstances define us and stuff like that as opposed to just being like, this is what I'm given and this is how I'm gonna make the best out of it. Or if I really want something to be different, just go out and fucking do it. Just like go make it different, you know? So easier said than done. I fail with with this and succeed with this all the time in different ways, but yeah. (laughs) I have to believe that like even when shitty fucking shit happens, I have to be like, yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to be happening. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I had. A, I'm sorry, really quick. I had a situation the other day that it was like something dumb. Like, I think either it started raining or something was canceled. Then I was like, "Don't get upset. If it <laughs> if it cancel if it was canceled, if this happened, that was meant to happen. Yeah. Or this fell, it broke. Hey, it was meant to break. That's it. Yeah. Move it along. Yeah. And then you have to look back at like old situations that you've gone through. Like I always do that. And I'm like, look at everything that didn't work out, no matter the reason or how, wasn't meant to be. True. If true. you think about it. Like, like yeah. No, ahead. no. That's it. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the question is, is this particular incident, incident going to matter a year from now? And if the answer is no, then why am I going to exert so much energy and negativity on this one occurrence wherever whatever it is like we give so much weight to this one thing and when then, tomorrow then, doesn't matter exactly right. or next right. week whatever the case may be right so um it, it's so re- life is relative it's really what you make out of it yeah and um i i think there's a beauty in life when you realize that it's 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 amazing sometimes how it's beautiful when you don't have it all figured out right yeah you take life as it comes and whatever happens happens mm-hmm. and then what doesn't happen Simply doesn't happen. But yeah. when you try to control every little aspect of your life, bro, you lose and the beauty of, of what life is truly meant to be. Yeah. And I think that that's also helps because when we when we have, I don't want to say an expectation, but then when we get upset when things don't go our way, exactly. mm-hmm. it's like now this ruins everything. Your whole, like you yeah. had this plan. Yeah. Right? Well, because when this happens, then that means I'm going to go do this. And because then this comes next and I'm like, Dude, so then what happens if, okay, the first mm. one went, it was good, but then the second, whatever checkpoint you had in your life doesn't go, like, now what? Was yeah. everything a failure? Like, no, take it for what it is. Like, learn from everything and yeah. just be open and accepting. Like, this is what life's about. We mm-hmm. get thrown these challenges every single day. And I think life gets determined on what we do with those challenges and yeah. how we overcome those challenges. Uh, That's how we develop ourselves. Thousand percent. And, and, and being able to do that and that you're only going to attract people with the same type of energy for you to, well, no, hopefully, eventually, you know, have a nice little partnership with them. But, right, you know, but right. But you have to, like, go through things and just accept it for what it comes and, and grow and learn from them. It's nothing's like an end-all, be-all, make it, break it. Like, I used to think in absolutes, too. Like, maybe it's the Italian in me. Like, my friends make fun of me. They're like, you're so Italian because you're so, like, I hate it. I love it. I'm over it. I'm in it. I'm out. Like, whatever. And they're like, it's... I'm finding so much beauty in the gray area Mm. or like anything that happens. I'm like, this is one part of a million other things that's going to happen and it's impacting me in this way, but not in this way. And like, it is kind of, I'm type a super neurotic, like super, super, but like 
I have learned that there's so much beauty in being like, I have no control. Isn't that amazing? Yes. yes. I, I have no control over how this goes. That's beautiful. All I have control over is how I respond or how much weight I give to it. It's almost like relieving. It's too. relieving. Like, it's amazing. Stressing yourself out over a situation when it's like, for what? Yeah. Yeah. It's also when people are like, oh, what are you going to do with your life? And I'm like, I have no idea. And that's beautiful beautiful i don't know what i'm gonna do but i'm oh. gonna figure i'm gonna go through life figuring it out i don't think life is that like what what you were just saying like i agree with you i don't think it's that like because i used to think that too this is going to be this which is going to lead to that which is going to go to this it really is just instead of being just a handful of big major milestones mm. and choices it's really like a billion moments and choices and as long as like ranging from the coffee you order to like the partner you choose to be with you know in your gut like it feels good at that time and it feels like something you should do. If you just keep doing that, you're gonna you're gonna go where you're meant to go. I, I have to think. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not that make it or break it. It's just like it's all a series of moments that we get to decide as if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. There's a in a movie, there's a there's a scene. I, I think it was like not so much cartoon, but it was one of these like animated ones. And I think Robin Williams was the voiceover actor of one of them, and he was having a conversation. I think it was like Polar Express or something like that. And he goes, oh, so what are you going to do next? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And he's like, how exciting. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, what's next? I forgot what, what the word was, yeah. but it was so, like, liberating to just be like, man, I don't know what what's going to come tomorrow. He's like, I know. It's not great. Yeah. yeah. Like, if we can just accept it like that, just imagine how much, like, better people we can all be with just, like, Going with it, rolling with the punches. How much happier we'd all be. I agree. People would stop losing their shit all the time. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 just we'd be happier, I think, that way. Yeah. No, man, I'm thinking because if... if Look it up now. On my head now. No, because uh, there's so much expectation and so much weight into these big moments. And when you realize that there's beauty, and if you find beauty in the small moments, Mm -hmm. waking up in the morning, having that sip of coffee turning around to your partner or playing with your dog. When you find those, the joy in those moments, man, that's when life really begins. Yeah. Yeah. It it totally does. Yeah. It's time for your next adventure. I have no idea what I'm going to do tomorrow. How exciting. Ah. Isn't that cool, dude? It's so true. It's so true, man. um, Teddy Roosevelt, played by Robin Williams. Yeah. And he was, I mean, genius. I don't know what movie this. Oh, yeah. I said Polar. It was not even animated. It was a real movie. But anyways, um, I think it was Nightmare at the Museum. But yeah, it's one of those things, man. Like, I just think that if we can just like, just just live. Just live and not take everything so, so seriously in some ways too. And like, just understand that like you've, you've got yourself. Like, even sometimes I stress out about things and I'll be like, oh, I feel like I should have more money in my savings. Mm. Or I feel <laughs> like I should be doing this. Or I feel like, and like certain things like that, like, I, like my life at 30 is the opposite of what my life was in in my early 20s, my life on paper was like chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's like kiss. <laughs> picture perfect. Like my credit score was amazing. Now my credit score is like what most people preheat their oven to. Like it's <laughs> scary. Like, you know, it's scary. But it's like I, I was making ridiculous money in New York, had an apartment in New York. Like I had my together wow. according to who the f- whoever right, you know what i mean right, right. love that i didn't ask if i could curse or not and i've dropped 18 f-bombs yeah love yeah no this. we're gonna our editor is gonna have a field day on this one. Oh, is it a clean podcast no no it's nah. good but youtube you know they kind of we're fine <laughs> i love the little beep i love i love the beep we'll do it it's gonna sound like i'm, I'm in a hospital beep 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 yeah, like a pulse <laughs> the pulse right yeah um Clear. 
so it's it's I was like so my life was amazing in my early 20s like at least on paper right but I was so deeply unhappy and I've always kind of had a sense of who I was but like it's because of all these things that I was doing that I thought I should be doing but I wasn't really listening to myself about what I wanted to be doing or how I wanted to look or where so much shit that that led me to that relationship that kind of busted my life wide open if the only thing I could turn to was comedy. And now at 30, like, I'm like, I don't have like the on paper things I had at 22, yeah. but I'm like really happy, like, and content. And I love everybody who's in my life. I love my best friends. I have a great relationship with my family. I'm doing what I love. It's going well. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I would take 30 year old Brittany oh, yeah. with a bad credit score, but with everything else that's awesome versus 22 year old Brittany, who's just following these weird rules, but like is actually pretty unhappy and not, you know, I don't know. Do you ever feel like maybe you can experience burnout um, again? I remember you had said it earlier in the beginning. I experience it all the time. Do you really? My cycle is like burn, burnout, crash. It's not healthy. Yeah, so, so what I don't you, recommend where, it. Where's your mental health? Like, not your, I'm sorry, but like your mental state, like, what are you thinking when you're like, Man, I'm gonna burn out, but I feel like you're probably like, well, I have to. Yeah. But that's no longer fun. No. So how do you how do you find that? Because you you just said right now, like I'm much happier now doing this and this. So then, how do you overcome those those instances when you're like, damn, like I don't want to do this anymore. I just remember that I was spending so much time doing stuff that I didn't want to do. That's true. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Because then what? You let go of it, and then what? You go back to like corporate job or something, and you're like, it's what not the an hell option. was I thinking? Yeah, like I complain. Well, it's like anything else. Like comedy is my job now. So it's like there's some days you go to work and you're happy to be there. And then there's some days it's you're dragging your butt to get out of bed. Like it's, you know, so I think that's part of it too with even like bombing on stage. Like people are like, oh my God, I'm like, everybody has bad days at work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody, true. you're not always a hundred, you but know, you see, like, like. Look at how you're, you're, how you're approaching that. You're mm -hmm. like, oh, well, I just had a bad day at work. And maybe it sucks at the moment, mm -hmm. but you're like, okay, well. Tomorrow will be a new day. Let me be clear. If I bomb badly enough, I'm I'm the first person in the corner who's like, yeah. <laughs> like a troll. Like, but I'm, I'm sure, like, I'm like, yeah, but the I'm next like, day I'm sure you're like, hey, um, you know, it's just a new For day. the most part. I, I just sleep it off and then I'm like, oh, I get to do it again. Whatever. Like, <laughs> right. that's it. Like, that's it. So, yeah. yeah, I think the burnout is like, that's just like self-care and mm, yeah. which I'm, you know, not self-care is not even the right. I feel like we're all like, you guys played like the Sims growing up. Yeah. I did. Like we really are like the Sims. Like sometimes when I'm feeling really burnt out and I'm like not looking good, I'm in a bad mood, I'm like cranky. I'm like, I envision myself as a sim with all the levels really yeah, low. Yeah. And I'm like, she just needs sleep and food and social and rest. And you know what I mean? So kind of like a little detox of the routine. Recharge. Yeah. Yeah. Recharge. Yeah. I think it's important, especially the life that we live, like the hectic lifestyle, the traffic yeah. and work and whatever it is that we're trying to figure out. Sometimes you just need like a, couple of days to do nothing and disconnect and and get a break well yeah it's gonna be me next week remember i know i was what? reaching that point i was reaching the point of burnout because i used to edit all the videos and there's mm -hmm. still some things that i'll edit um and i would just overwhelm myself because it takes a lot of i mean oh my god it's exhausting right now look we're, we're we literally just broke an hour and that's an hour of yeah. just visually watching and that's then there's one file two two files syncing three files editing the audio i had to put all that together and then they required so much time so then when i knew when we got back into the studio it's like 
had this all over again. Oh, you know? yeah. And then it got to the point that I was, he goes, dude, you just need to stop. So luckily we we found someone and he's doing an amazing job. Hope you're listening to this, homie. Yeah. And but, I'm so sorry in advance for all of the foul language. I did not know, yeah, but you, I will. We're, we're putting you to work. Exactly. But, um, but buy you a drink. <laughs> but he was telling me, he's like, you know what? It's, it's you know, you just need to recharge. Like you just yeah. like, because when you get to the point of burnout, you don't want to do anything. Which is, I think the number one sign of burnout. Like when I started, like when I, when I start to not really look forward to stage time, then that's when I'm like, you know, or I start to notice like I'm like socially too, when I get burned out, I just stop talking to people. And then people are like, are you okay? You seem like you were in a bad mood. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just didn't feel like like being present or whatever. So it's important. And also this stuff is like, it's not just creative. Like we, we care about this stuff. We're passionate about it. If we didn't care, it would be maybe not as draining, but it's same thing when I'm editing my stand-up clips. My mom's like, what is taking you hours? I'm like, cause it's it's a joke that I want to post, but I got to make sure that it's captioned <laughs> and it's edited. And yeah, yeah, yeah. then are people going to like it? Is it going to do well? It's and draining. Then sometimes you it's put like, all that work and then like, maybe it doesn't do well. And, and you're, you're like, like, great. You're like, fuck. Wow. Yeah. Right. I spent the entire night doing this for like a hundred years. I'm like, great. Back to the music business. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Drives never, never. Crazy. Yeah. No, but also with burnout, it's crazy how, how it can translate into everything else because i could be burned out from from this or from the editing and then i'll go to work and i'm pissed i'll hang out with friends and i'm pissed it bleeds into everything it's, yeah and you're all of a sudden you're picking fights with your friends or something not like fights but like you're like you bicker why like is little, this annoying to me yeah. Ugh, like yeah and stuff like that yeah yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah that's how he was bro like you know he does so much stuff with the editing and i was like you know what like i, I don't want to deal with this anymore like get an editor <gasps> take it what's know? up What's up, bro? Get yeah. Oh, you don't like my attitude? Ah! No, I don't. Now yeah. it feels like couples I, counseling. I'm I like, everybody, even. let's talk about it. It's let's like you're, you're interviewing it. us. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, guys, just keep your keep your emotions at bay. Just like, yeah. No, because what sign are you guys? By the way, I have to. I have asked. Uh, uh, March red flag. This is a red flag yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like kidding. I said, I'm a white woman named Brittany Brave. I'm gonna talk about astrology. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? You want to know what time I was born too? Do you know what time you? Do you know your rising sign? Oh hell no! No, I don't know. I know, I, I know my sign. I know my sign sign. Yeah, I'm an Aries. You're an Aries? Yeah. Aries. I'm a Scorpio. Oh my God, fiery energy. We love. Yeah, yeah. We love. Yeah. Does it match? But I'm a water sign. I'm a fire yeah, sign. No, fiery. Well, fiery, I mean, that wasn't the right word. Uh, Aries and Scorpio are potent energy. They're like the the two badasses, oh, the two vigilantes, like when us. they get together. Like the adventurers <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally see it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> if I we totally would have asked you to it. guess, you probably would have said something completely. I different. would have thought Libra or Scorpio for you. I would have thought Cancer for you because mm. your energy is very. Maybe your rising sign is Cancer. You're calm for an Aries. I am calm. I'm. I'm yeah, I'm calm. Yeah. He's seen some shit. I have my moments. He's seen some shit. I have my moments. <laughs> 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 that, like trauma cat. Where it's yeah. like, they say you're fine, but you're really not fine. Uh, yeah, that's me in every relationship now. Yeah. Like, they're like, are you happy with him? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Do you trust him? Normal. Yeah, it's going great. Like, yeah. Like, that's me now. Yeah. Legit. That's awesome. Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> we have a lot. We covered a lot. We, we did. did. I love that. That was amazing. Love this. We'll be at. I think like about like ten more minutes. Yeah, then we can start rolling. T minus ten. T minus ten. Trying to think if I can have anything else. Um, what's next for you? Yeah, are you working today? I am. I have shows tonight and tomorrow. I have shows every night, and then I'm going to this week. I'm going to Four Corners Comedy Festival in Durango, Colorado. I'm headlining, which will be fun. Um, I have. I just. I'm. I'm always. I split my time between Miami and New York. 
basically. Do, do you like dating? Oh, that, that's what it was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer dating like Miami men or, or New York men? No men. No men. No men. No body. Men are illegal. No body. Yeah. I'm so over it right now. <laughs> no, I, no, no. I haven't really dated a lot in down here in Miami. Um, yeah. I haven't, unfortunately. The last two people I was involved with were comics and... No more of that. Uh, really? I think. I mean, it's also the environment that you're in. Like, it's like, like think of how many affairs happen, at, you know, with coworkers because they're always with them. So it's like, if you're always in the yeah. same environment, eventually, you know, you start, it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, it's a, it's listen, a it's a beautiful world to live in and a beautiful fantasy to think that two coworkers aren't going to hook up. Great. You know, everyone's like, don't hook up with comics. Don't hook up with yeah. comics. I'm like, great. Totally. But like how you said, like it's late nights. Also, you work with them. They understand each, you understand each other. It's who you're around all the time. Well, stuff yeah, like Carlos, that. Carlos had said that on his episode that like it, it, it just felt like easy and natural with, I think it was some girl from the improv. That yeah. Met, yeah. That it was strictly a friend, yeah, but then after, was it you? Oh, Carlos and I, no, yeah, nah. we did, but it's fine. I love him. I love him. Oh my god, it wasn't me, but I was like, did he talk about me on this? No. I, didn't, I was like, I, I must know. have missed that part, you asshole. Man, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. No, no. no. Yeah, we were, but and that's actually how Carlos and I started. And like, well, we like knew of each other in the scene, and then we were seeing each other. And oh, you great. were? Yeah, we were for oh, a little man. bit. He's gonna kill me for saying this. That's fine. I don't care. He I'll text didn't, him. Well, we didn't know. We didn't. Yeah, we yeah. didn't know. I thought when you called it out, that's when I was like, "Did he say something?" But no, no, no I was just. We are. He's wonderful, and we're best friends. And we just like it was like timing, and we wanted different things. We're well, great. That he I was, did mention that he did meet someone who was a good friend at the improv, and then Ooh. after his relationship ended, he dated that person for a little bit. That's not me. Okay. <laughs> Carlos, what? Get your shit. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah he, no, no, I think no. he likes dating everybody. From yeah. Improv. yeah, yeah. He's like, improv comedy? I yeah. think that's when he, he knew he liked me. When I was like, I used to do improv. He was like, you want to date? Like, you know, no, no. no. Um, but we're best friends. Like, we're fine. Um, <laughs> hot Miami gossip. Yeah. Oh, oh breaking it on the podcast. <laughs> Tabloids. Um, yeah, no, I just, it, I believe, here, here's my thought about uh, working with and dating the same people. Uh, shitting where you eat. Shitting where you eat, exactly. Uh, um, I think that it can work. I think that the reasons it doesn't work are are issues that have nothing to do with the fact that you work together. I think people aren't secure, disrespect, other stuff, I think. Well, it's not really that you work together. No, but the fact that you are working together maybe amplifies all those Agreed. feelings. And now it's like, well. Yeah, because it'll amplify the good feelings, but awesome. then if you guys are pissed, now everyone's like, yo. Right. Like, let's not get near these people. Yeah. And that, that just ruins the whole dynamic of the office. You can't work, escape whatever. each other as quickly. You have to. And also, too, if you are in the same field, competition's a thing. Like, this isn't about Carlos because he's amazing and he hustles, but I have been involved with comics where I'm going to sound douchey to say this, but like not on the same. Scrubs. Uh, yeah. Not level. on, uh, not on the same level, not on the same hustle. And Oh boy, mm. does it, does it get taken out on you sometimes in subtle ways? Like I'm not jealous. I swear. <laughs> like, you is, know, well, that's true. Cause then if they see you doing better yeah. and it's like, cause everybody wants to see you do good, just not better than them. Mm. So it could be where they see you. They're like, that's everybody though. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you probably pop off, and it's like maybe you did something. Where he's like, I could have been, I could have said something better, and I yeah. would have gone. Oh, there. I, I've, I felt it. Yeah, I've had it. I've had, and and it, and it wasn't like Carlos is one that was like, because he's hustling and he has his own yes, path. He's yes. killing. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, but I, I have been involved with other comics where it was. Um, they they made it clear and they they found opportunities to put me down or to get in my head with certain things and I was like this is why or or like I felt I was seeing a comic down here I felt used like I was like I think he's trying to 
like, and he would make jokes about it, but there's truth in every joke and stuff like that. Yeah. So you just always like put little it, jabs, little yeah. jabs. And it was like, Oh, I think you should use your clout to get me on this. And I was like, get out of here with that. Like, no way. <laughs> and like, Oh, that's another thing. Maybe, maybe you come across people who just want to date you because of some sort of exposure. Some sort of Yeah. Well, that's, that's something too. And it's all, it's all, but I think it all goes back to like work or not date your equal, date someone who respects you, date someone who is on your level in terms of, hustling with you, whether you're both comedians or, or you're an accountant and he's a comedian or whatever the case is. Cause like, as long as it's two people who are secure in their own lanes, then those two lanes can come together. It's when those two lanes come together that you realize how one of them is doing a hundred and one of them's doing 60, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that's where it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. That's where there's traffic. If you will, there's a metaphor. Traffic. Like like there's that. a metaphor for you. Yeah. We got to start. Are you cool? No, I'm good. And yeah, we we got to start ra wrapping it up for the. Okay. The Two more hours. Let's yeah, do right. it. Yeah, right. No, they they charge us like hundred dollars after that. Oh, I feel that. Okay. We, we so, will wrap it up now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um no, we usually end with a final thoughts. Some with final thoughts, we we like to hear you know either advice to your younger self, something that you live by, or whatever you just want to portray to anybody. You mm -hmm. can say it to the camera. You can say it to us. We'll start wrapping it up with that. So. Run background checks before you date people. <laughs> Period. With that, Period. Like, subscribe, follow. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, no, I think um, uh, uh, have your own back all the time. And like, I think a lot of times we think like we spend a lot of time taking care of other people, but we really neglect what it is that we need to be doing. And like, if, if you believe in yourself and you've got your own back, you're kind of untouchable. Same thing if you like yourself. If you like yourself and you're self-aware and you're and you're taking care of yourself and making the right choices for yourself, like doesn't matter what anybody says to you or does to you. You're you're kind of untouchable and invincible at that point. You know what I mean? Like it's like it, it, you reach a point where you're like, I know what I'm doing. I'm working hard. I'm happy with the person that I am. You could say whatever you want. You could do whatever you want. I know I'm going to I'm going to take care of me and get to where I need to go and I like myself at the end of the day. So security. 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 Knowing security. who the hell you are, knowing what you bring to the table. Oh, yeah. Knowing, yeah, knowing your worth and mm -hmm. no one can cheapen you after that. Correct. No matter what they tell you, it's like I know my value whether you tell me I'm better than that or I'm less than that. I yeah. know my worth. Doesn't matter. I struggle. I mean, it's not only with relationships. I used to do it in comedy, like get in my head, like, why are people mean to me? Am I not funny? Am I this? Am I that? Or am I, you know, whatever. And be like, well, I like what I'm doing. I think I'm funny. I think it's going right in the ways that it is. And then it's like three years into it now. And I'm like, I don't give a crap if somebody's <laughs> like, oh, she's funny. I'm like, well, enough people do. And at the end of the day, I do. I yeah. like what I'm doing. So he, he, yeah. he's a writer. He's, I just found that. Did all the math and he has four books. Um, and uh, and I, I wasn't. That's impressive. As yeah, he he yeah. got his fourth book, yeah. uh, fourth book earlier this, year. earlier this and, year. And and we would talk, you know, about you know getting feedback or maybe some negative, feed, positive feedback. And you know, it's like you're open and willing to accept positive feedback, but then when you get one negative comment, you it's like, oh my god, that's like what he would do. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you don't want to impress everyone. You don't want you everybody don't. to like that. Yeah. Fuck that. I say that all the time. Like yeah. it, we're not like I I say it all the time as well. I'm like we're not meant to mesh with everybody. Mm. No, like I don't want to mesh with you if if you're not meant to mesh with me. No, that's There's a nothing, draining energy. And that's why when you when you come across you know good friendships and good partnerships, it's it's that that you're able to find something special there to mesh with them. Yeah. Because if you just got along with everyone, it's like, oh, well, you're crap. I'll just find somebody else. Or you're a lousy friend, whatever. I have. It's like there's something special about finding that from when you could really mesh with someone. And I think that's the beauty of, you know, let people hate. Let people talk shit. Let people not like your shit. That's it. You it's, don't want it. It's also, yeah, somebody told me that about my comedy. They were like, if everybody likes you, you're not saying anything. 
Like you're not really like, like, and then also it's impossible. So you might as well just get up there as long as you're happy with what it is you're saying. Yes. That's, That's the it. thing. Be yeah. yourself. Be like, bring what you, like, whatever you bring to the table, make sure it's genuine. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to change who you are to cater right. to someone. Because then what happens when you find an audience that doesn't like you? You're going to constantly you be changing. That you're not. It's yeah. Like, then what? It's like, dude. Do what makes you happy. Follow your passion. Be genuine. Be yourself. And everything else will fall into place. Play to your audience. Like, that's even with your books. Like, you have enough people that think that it's great. So, for, write for those people. Exactly. Write for those. Yeah, those, yeah, are, yeah. those are your people. That's, that's it. Exactly. I like yeah. That. yeah. It took me a while to to accept that. And and I would always take criticism so much harder than, than anything else. And now it sucks. Like the more, yeah. yeah. But the more you get to know who you are and the more you become comfortable with what you are and what you're doing, you become proud of that. Mm -hmm. And you, you like it, great. You don't, well, you know, it's okay too. Yeah. Life goes on. Yeah. You know, and you're not going to please everybody. No. And that's key point to take away. No. And that's fine. And, you know, it's, and also too, it doesn't take away from your ability. I've learned that as well too. 100%. You You could be an absolutely excellent writer and somebody could not like not, your writing. Yeah. That doesn't take away from the fact that you're an excellent writer or an excellent comedian. You could be good at comedy, but somebody could be like, I don't really... I don't think it's funny. It doesn't resonate with me. You're going to waste all your time and energy trying to please someone that doesn't even like it at all. It's exactly. like, dude, if you got strengths and weaknesses, you know, acknowledge your weaknesses, but just keep sharpening your strengths. That's what's going to make you better. That's what's going to continue it, making you It's like, like yeah, 100%. It's like one of those things, like, uh, you see people, athletes, and then they're, they, they're, they're best at their game. There's going to be some asshole on the couch, fat, overweight, but, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. Like, bro, like, this guy's a professional athlete. And you're here criticizing him from the couch. With That's what, that was chips. literally yeah. my ex. He used to be like, that guy really shit the bed on that game. And he did yeah. this and that. And I was like, I was like, you run out of breath when you take two steps to go to the kitchen. Yeah. I was like, like he could kill you. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, yeah, yeah. If you scale things into perspective, like, you know, we criticize artists who drag all these big ass artists who sell millions of things. And then there's going to be some person who, oh, I don't like this guy. He's uh, I think he's overrated. Overrated. Bro, okay, do you think he cares? He just sold 8 billion records. Like what? Like exactly. he's fine. No, he's fine. I got it. Yeah. I can't, I got to do something for this one person that doesn't like my work yeah. because I need him to like me. Like, Absolutely. No, I think I Drake, know you exist. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the message. Exactly. <laughs> Brittany, thanks With so much. That, Thank you. It is time to break up. It is time to slow down, yep. wrap it up, and close shop. So, Brittany, thank you so much, man. It was so awesome. Was nice nice find, yeah, bro. You like that, right? Nice recruiting, man. He's got good taste. Yeah. Good taste. <laughs> 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 right, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching this latest episode with Brittany. Yep. And uh, so, yeah. Before we sign off, please remember to like the video, subscribe, ring that notification bell, comment down below with any thoughts, ideas, whatever you want. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, thecoffeebreakup.com. Listen to us on the go, Spotify, and iTunes. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys. Till next Appreciate time. You. Ciao.